Hey everyone, welcome to episode 26 of Disney Channel Original Newbies. I'm Joanna. And I'm Sam. What up, what up? And today we are going to talk about the 2000 movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present. And we thought, what's better than talking about a movie about Christmas during the week where it's 90, 95 degrees half the week in July? Absolutely. It just makes perfect sense. And also, I think that we are probably the most qualified people to talk about a Christmas movie. Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah, how many Christmases uh, have you celebrated at this point? Well, actually every single year. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. How about you? Um, let's Three see. Or four? Let's see. Five with you and I think uh, four or five in high school and college. Okay. So, like, so I'm almost at 10. You're getting there. Yeah. Almost in those double digits. Yeah. And we also dressed for the occasion. We wore jammies. Well, no. I mean, for right now, we're dressed for the Christmas style. Yeah. yeah. I'm yes. wearing my Santa suit. Yeah. And you're dressed as a giant snowball. Well, yeah. I like to be comfortable. Actually, you should have poked out holes for your eyes, though. That might be a mistake. You know, we're having conversation. I don't need to see you for that. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever as, you want to do. As long as you can hear me clearly. As long as you can hear me clearly. Well then, so this movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present, is about a, what's she, like 13, 14 years old, the girl? Yeah, in that range, just like all the other movies. Who wants to pretty much go to a party at a boy's house and not do a paper for school and steals a machine from Santa Claus that creates snowstorms so she could bypass both those, the bad thing, and then go to have more time to pick out an outfit for her friend's party. Uh, yeah. That's the whole movie. Yeah. We're done here. All right. Cool. Let's wrap it up. Cut. <laughs> Producer Steve, you could, you could cut. It's fine. We're done. We have to keep going? I, we already paid for the time. Oh. Uh, all, all right. right we'll, okay. 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 We'll go through. We'll read the script. We're line for line. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gist of the movie. Uh, some things that happen in between. There's a insane weatherman. Oh, this also takes place in L.A., we should say. Or yes. somewhere in California. It's definitely it, L.A., it, right? In L.A., yeah. yes. So it doesn't snow there, allegedly. The main character, Allie, her little brother is super annoying. The dad gets stuck on a business trip. And elves are tall. Yes. What was the brother's name? I don't think. Was it Joey? I think it makes sense. Yeah, because so Allie is the main girl. Joey's a younger brother. There's a mother and father. The mother's the woman from Lizzie McGuire, but you wouldn't know who that is. Nope. I don't know the father's name. He just is basically on a trip, and that's about it. And she has a best friend named Sam, like me, who is played by Brenda Song, who is in a ton of Disney shows and movies. I'm excited to see more of her. She's definitely in another DCOM movie, but other okay. than that, I don't know if she's in more than one. All right. But we'll see. I'm excited. Maybe. Yeah. I'm excited for at least one. Yeah. So, I mean, like we said before, it takes place in LA. It's very hot and sunny. She has this paper that's due the next day or 
Later that is, week? Or? It's due the next day, and they had two weeks to do it. Some creative paper, and she just hasn't done it. It's not even clear whether or not... She doesn't seem to be dumb. She just, like, is lazy. She, yeah, she's just lazy. She just procrastinated. Yeah. Although, so there's a scene where she's in school, and the teacher totally calls her out. And is like, Allie, let's talk about your paper. That's due tomorrow. What's yeah. it about? And Allie actually comes up with a pretty pretty solid premise. But wasn't the issue with it that Shakespeare didn't write what she was talking about? What she came up with off the top of her head was Shakespeare time travels to the future, to their present. present. Day, right. Yeah. And yeah, he wrote something that, you know, was a pun of something that he didn't write. But right. that's okay. And he would try to get recognition in today's age. Sure. He's working like, like a sandwich shop or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. But, I feel yeah. like there were pickles involved. Tons of pickles. I mean, um, that you were thinking about pickles. Mostly so. pickles. Yeah, that was the issue. So they get out of class. She knows the paper's due tomorrow. She doesn't really want to work on it. They find some, like, long way home, her and Sam, um, her friend, which is, and they find a cabin in the woods, and they see a guy building stuff. He throws this device into the garbage, and Allie, mainly Allie, steals it. And brings it back to her house because it looks cool. So if someone takes something out of someone else's trash, is that considered stealing? So what I know about trash and stealing in the law is that depending on the state, whether or not police could look into your trash, um, it, it, like I said, it depends on the state. So in some states, they're allowed to go through your trash and take stuff. Because once you put it out there, if you're saying, I don't have any like reasonable expectation of privacy in this stuff, it's gone. It's not mine anymore. And they can look through it. But some states protect it. And so they can't look through it unless they have like a warrant or something like that. I think in New York, they can. Don't, you know, hold me to that. But I only learned that in law school. Didn't uh, have that appear in any of my cases yet. <laughs> Okay. But other people but, can go through your trash, yeah. But one could say that we find out that this is Santa. Um, Santa, while he threw the machine out, he hadn't taken the trash out to the curb. So it was still... It's hard to say. It didn't seem like there was much of a curb there. It was just like a house in the woods. Yeah, I mean, it's magical. But I'm sure he could magic up a curb I suppose. He's Santa. Yeah. He seemed like he could do a lot of stuff. But I think when she throws stuff in the trash, like putting stuff out, the, out to the curb, they're trying to get rid of like the treadmill we saw earlier. I feel like you could just take that and it wouldn't be like theft. <laughs> so pretty clearly they're trying to get rid of it. Early in our, uh, our dating career, <laughs> I went to Chicago with a friend and we went to the Nutella store at Ch in Chicago. And I remember we were still in the store and they had these giant buckets of Nutella and my friend wanted one. And, you know, they would make all their Nutella things and then throw the bucket out and then grab a new bucket. So we went up and we took one of the buckets out of the trash. Oh, okay. It still had a lot of Nutella in it. I remember calling you after and being like, did we just steal? Oh my god! They wouldn't care though. Is the yeah? Issue. They didn't care. Like it's we cared more because you, you we took it. Them and they probably been like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's trash. <laughs> we don't care. I just remember taking it out of the trash, and my friend was like, "Run!" We ran out of the Nutella store. Oh my god! And then I called you. I was like, "Are we gonna? Are we in trouble? 
do we need a lawyer? <laughs> That's amazing. Should I tell the story about when we found something in the street? Or have we talked about that one in the podcast I think we, about Gumby? Yeah, yeah, We have yeah. certainly oh, talked okay. about Gumby before. So, yeah, similar situation there. Yeah, so they find it, take the device, and then Santa. I mean, we could tell it's Santa, but they didn't know it was Santa. He um, was looking around the trash, looking all over, and he can't find the uh, the device. So he's just going crazy and looking all over for it. We soon we find that it's a weather machine. It's a machine that uh, you can control the weather with it. So we right. can call it the weather machine. Yeah. So yeah, they they take it back to her house. Um, Allie does, and they're like pushing buttons on it, whatever, and it makes it rain inside her house. There's Which like is a lightning. mess. Her mom is not happy about that. They cause an earthquake, but there's no reports of what happened with it because no one talks about it after <laughs> that point. Which is, I, well, I feel was really like funny. Uh, earthquakes in California, they're just like no one cares. Yeah, well, and they then, care, but not really. <laughs> and then eventually, they create snow, and she devises this genius plan. It's like, hey, let's make a snowstorm to delay our papers being due. Although her friend, I think, finished her paper. Her already. friend said that she was almost, almost done. Yeah, she was on top of stuff. Yeah, Sam was. Sam was a good, good friend. Sam's a good student. Sam was too Sam's good for Sam's are Allie. always good students. <laughs> and she wanted more time to pick her clothing for the party, which was nonsensical. She needed an extra like five days to pick clothing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, this whole party subplot very easily could have been skipped. And nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. Oh. It could have just been that Allie needed more time to complete this homework assignment. The party thing did not add anything. Was that what you chose to, to change movie. about the? Yes, I figured. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler, drop the party plot. Uh, I agree. I didn't. That wasn't my thing, also, but I totally agree with you there. Um, we see a scene where Mrs. Claus, she meets with two elves, and you said before the elves are very tall. They're both over six two, probably. They're very very oh, tall yeah. elves. I'll tell you something about one of the elves when we're done, when we're still recording, but when we're done talking about them. Got it. Stuff. Got it. And. They are, they call up, oh, Santa calls, I guess, and says, hey, the weather machine's missing. You got to help me find them. And eventually they get sent out to help Santa find the weather machine to track it down. I do also want to say that they were not the first choice. No, absolutely not. They were not the first choice elves. They're not um, great at being elves. That's for certain. No. It's made very obvious throughout the movie. Like uh, Mrs. Claus... I was like, I'm going to send these two other elves. And they're like, but what about us? And she's like, mm, I'm going to send these two other elves. Um, but then she decides not to because so close to Christmas, blah, blah, blah. They need all hands on deck. Yeah. And then. Oh, we should have said it's like December 24th. Or yeah. It's very, very close to Christmas. Yeah. Um, so then the two elves show up in the Santa utility vehicle, the SUV, to pick up Santa and help him out. And Santa's like, uh, where's my A-team? And they're like, I, what? We are the A-team. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I mean, where are the good elves? And they're like, oh, oh that's yeah, they're, they're still on the North Yeah, Wolf. I don't know. I yeah. don't know who they are. I think it switches. It's just the next day at this point. And Allie looks at, Allie, again, hasn't done her paper. So who knows at this point? She's there's taking no, a big risk. There's no guarantee the snow machine, the weather machine is going to make enough snow for school to be canceled. Oh, absolutely. But it's snowing outside. 
and it cuts to like this weatherman named Edwin, who's very annoying. Who's insane. And he's going absolutely crazy. He's like, I can't believe it's snowing. There's no indication it was going to snow. And like they keep giving him papers saying it's snowing. And he's like, that can't be true. Let me throw the paper away. And they keep giving it to him, which goes on for way too long, this scene. He like tries to do like scientific tests to like see like where the snow started, blah, 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 blah. I think this is when they show Allie and her brother on the couch, right? They're trying to see if schools are open or closed. Yes. And they're announcing it. And finally, they announced that her school is closed because of the snow day. Yeah. Which is so obvious because they have no way of dealing with snow in L.A., I'm assuming. And also because like, her brother's snow, school have... was closed. Right, so in the same in district. This, yeah. In yeah. this world, they close at school by school yeah. and not district that was by ridiculous. district. Also, going back to uh, Edwin's workspace, he had a full lab on his desk, including open flame. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a yeah, scientist. Yeah, he had a Bunsen burner. He's a weather scientist. Yeah. Yeah. They just call one... those meteorologists. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, they do call them meteorologists. Yeah. Uh, but just wanted to throw that out there that he was working in like an office building with a bunch of cubicles and he just like yes. had his Bunsen burner yeah. there. Yeah. Also want to add, wanted... I think this is your the only part either of us laughed during this movie was when Edwin goes to talk to the director. The director calls him in and says, hey, you're doing a terrible job, buddy. You're, you're awful. You're the most boring person in the world. The only reason you're here is because I'm married to your, to your sister. sister. And they showed a picture. <laughs> the wedding And it's the picture. director. And it's clearly just Edwin with a wig on. And it's great. Um, it's that really funny. Great. It's it's the same thing as uh, Home Alone. It's the same joke. When Buzz's girlfriend, he looks at the picture and she's like, a boy with a wig on. I don't remember that at all. You remember in Home Alone, he he's like, oh, Buzz's girlfriend. Let me look at her. It's like a framed photograph. And he's like, Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. You don't remember that? No. Oh, my God. It's like the most memorable line I know from Home Alone. No, don't remember it at Another all. thing I'll show you after we're, uh, okay. we're done recording. But yeah, that was, that was yeah, very, that was very funny. I liked they, they that. It could have been any woman that just chose to do Edwin with a wig on, which is very funny. Um <laughs> I feel like that, that was the shadow to the parents watching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's great. The elves and Santa figure out somehow. Well, they see like footprints, I think. Under, yeah, they like, see a footprint. Yeah. They analyze it. The elves are like, we have science. And Aunt is, Santa's like, I have magic and yeah. I just know things. And so he goes off of the. The naughty list. Naughty list of girls that, in L.A. That have who that have size shoe. shoe. Yeah. He knows everything. Yeah. He could read minds. He knows everything about every person. Obviously, it's Santa. But there must be some proximity oh, this limits. Is, this is a documentary we should mention. Yeah. Yeah, so the true story yep. documentary. <laughs> Act found footage. Real elves. Blair Witch Project version of this movie. Real elves of the North Pole. Yeah. Oh, was this? <laughs> I heard they're doing Atlanta next some, year. Some Mrs. Claus drama yeah. in there. Yeah, store in Atlanta. What's Santa doing in California? It's, it's pretty fun. Just gonna say. At this point... Her dad, her dad went to San Francisco or something like that, or somewhere for that. I forget. Yeah, somewhere for a business trip. He's stuck there because Because of the the snow. snow. And this is like Christmas Eve, I think, or the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, sometime the day before. So his flight's been like canceled and postponed. So now the son is very worried that you know everyone's worried. Dad's not going to be home for Christmas. Yeah, so they're very upset about that. I thought this was pretty funny. Is when Santa and the elves go to meet with the naughty girls who own the shoes, and they're all like doing naughty things at the time. That they meet with them. Yeah. Like throwing snow at, or shaking snow on people and like licking, licking chocolate and putting it back on. They just seem well, ridiculous. No, you, you take a bite. See, what what if you she don't like it? it? She just licked it and just put it back. It seemed like she was just doing it to like have oh, I thought she, she I thought she was like taking a bite and like 
putting it back no, after think, she didn't like it. I think it. she was just licking it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Taking a bite, I would understand, but licking it is weird. Yeah, so they're all interrogating all these girls. Which the thing is, like, if he knows everything that's happening, wouldn't he just be able to know? That's why I think there's some proximity thing that's going on with the magic. Like, he has to be uh, near maybe. them to read their mind. It's possible. It's certainly possible. But also, if he was just near them, he wouldn't actually need to interrogate them. Yes. The elves still have that's to, fair. though. That's fair. So at this point, the only thing that's gone wrong is the father can't get back. So Allie and Sam, I keep wanting to say Brenda... Allie and Sam stop the snow machine. They're like, all right, our job's here is done. We already get the the snow day. Um, the Let's party's still on. I want to get my dad to get home. Let's, you know, get this over with. So they turn off the snow machine, but... It keeps going. It, it turns itself back it's on. Broken. In, like, the middle of the night, unfortunately. And the blizzard gets even worse than before. I think at one point they said that they had 14 inches of snow. Oh, it was insane. Which in L.A. is... People Devastating. Would People would legit die if that happened. Yeah. there's no way the infrastructure is good enough to deal with it, something like that. And then all, so Allie's mom is a caterer and all of these people oh, right. are calling to cancel because there's over a foot of snow and she's trying to talk them out of it. She's like, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. We'll keep it going. It's like, no one's going to go yeah. to these parties. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're going to risk your life to yeah. show up with your big ass turkey and there's going to be two people there and that's because they live there. Yes. Yes. Mm, nah. Yes. I agree. It's ridiculous. And also, Sam's mom is also going to work in the snowstorm for what some reason. What does Sam's mom do? Did they say? I don't think they even say. It's possible to do. I just didn't care enough. But, they yeah but she just said that no one else could go so she was going because yeah, she had a four-wheel drive truck totally ridiculous and by the way we also learn a few scenes before sam's mom goes to work that sam's father died when she was yeah. young she doesn't remember him at all yeah she i think she said she was three or something, something. Like that, yeah so we just found out that sam's father has died and now Sam's mom is going to drive away in a snowstorm. Terrible. What's going on here? That's capitalism for you, oh, right? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I heard her father also died from capitalism. Most of them do. A large, cartoonishly large bag of money fell on his head. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic. It's really terrible. Also during and there was the a dollar. Scene... There's a big dollar sign <laughs> well, drawn on the Naturally. Bag, obviously. Naturally. Um, also during the scene... Where we find out that Sam's father has died. Uh, it's in Allie's room. And she has a Backstreet Boys poster. So that's also the scene where we find out that Allie is a Backstreet Boys fan. We find out a lot about... Oh, not Allie. We find out about Sam's musical interest, too, a little bit later on. Yeah, that's true. Which is very funny. <laughs> the weatherman eventually finds out where the storm originated using his computers and whatnot. And his Bunsen burner. And he finds out it starts... I guess at or around their house. I guess he knows the exact. Oh, like, he it dot. shows the exact address, yeah. and he's like, "It is this number house on this street. Right. I'm going there." And he steals like a snowmobile to go drive to Allie's house. Who has a snowmobile in L.A.? No, literally no one. Unless it was yeah. like, oh, maybe it was like a wave runner or jet maybe. ski or something, and these put some even... legs on it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. That didn't make any sense at all. I guess like in the mountains in california you could like ski and do whatever but i don't know yeah but he would have to bring the snowmobile with him whenever he went up to the mountains but alas so he's he's uh snowmobiling over 
Um, it's probably pretty much confirmed that the father is going to make it there for Christmas. And everyone's very, very upset about this. They're in tears. And even worse, Blake's party got canceled. Oh, my goodness. We forgot to mention before, Allie has a huge crush on Blake. Yes. Seems like a normal kid, Blake. uh, Yeah, he seems normal. Yeah. Definitely uh, significantly shorter than Allie. Oh, my God. She definitely had her growth spurt already. And he's... uh, they they had some uh, some tricky camera angles to make, to make him look like tall. A monster, yeah, but yeah. I think because it was someone had to do with the party being canceled. But around the same time, Allie and Sam get into a fight because Allie's a jerk and irresponsible, and you know, and very selfish. Sam is too good this. for her. You think so? Oh yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, Santa gets to Allie's house. Was it right after they fought? It must have been, because I think Sam Sam was there, too. The, yeah, they were going into the shed oh, to, to look for something. Something to do with the machine. I forgot they were going to do. They were, oh, they were going to put it in a lead box. Oh, right. So Because it worked yes, for Superman. Yes. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Flawless Very logic. But Santa's in the garage with his, you know, little... Henchmen. And they're like, we don't believe you're Santa, which would have been very creepy if he wasn't Santa. Yeah. Who are these three grown men hiding in my garage? But he eventually wins them over and convinces them by just saying like super personal things about them, which no one would know. Yeah. A little embarrassing. And the one for Sam is that she loves like dancing to Ricky Martin songs and pretending she's married to him or something like that. Which is normal. Oh, and she's 13, and Ricky Martin is probably, like, you know, 25 at the time. Yeah, yeah. She also brushes her teeth three times a day, but doesn't floss. Oh, she was very embarrassed about that. Yeah, she's like, don't look at my teeth. That was was rough. So they eventually believe that he's actually Santa, and he's like, you got to give me the weather machine. They're like, all right, I want nothing to do with it anymore. Take it. No, uh, No worries about it. But the issue here... Is the weatherman gets to the house, Mr. Edwin. He it acts like a creeper. his way in. Which... Not even, I think the mother was like, this guy's clearly lying, but whatever. So, yes, she did think he was lying and that he was a weirdo, but why did she even let him in? I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. She should have just said, sorry, we don't want any. Bye. Yeah. He was like, you want a present? You get to hang out with me for a day. And she's, she's like, like no. I don't want to hang out with the most boring meteorologist on the face of the earth. Please no. I don't even know who you are. I've watched you yesterday. I don't know who you are. That was that bad judgment on mom's part, letting without, him into the house. Without a doubt. I think, oh, and at the same time, the brother, younger brother, um, what was his name again? I forgot. Joey. Joey. That's a good younger brother name. Joey goes up to her room because he keeps trying to butt in because he thinks it's the present she got him. Yeah. Which is the weather machine. He wants to figure out what Allie got him for Christmas. Yeah, so, he, so on the one hand, Joey is completely devastated and in tears because his dad is, missed, is, is not, mi- not going to be gonna there for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. But he's also like, dad's not here, but I'm going to annoy the shit out of Allie until she tells me what uh, she got me for Christmas because that's what Christmas is about. Yeah, presents. And he's like eight years old or whatever. He's he's very, very young. Yeah. He he annoyed me. Yeah. And he and eventually gets in the room, finds the weather machine, and that's when the weatherman comes in, presumably takes the weather machine from him. He runs downstairs. Santa and the two elves, Allie and Sam sneak back into the house, I yes, think. Yes, they all do. 
And they find Joey the Weatherman. Joey does catch them. Yeah, but he's But like, then they're like, Joey, don't say anything. This is Santa. And Joey's like, what the? What is, what is going what? on here? What I'm just, heck? I need to lay off the drugs. Yes. He, oh, we won't, we won't get to his drug usage on this episode. <laughs> it was inappropriate, I thought. So we're not going to yeah, discuss it. Weird. It was weird. This also, is a, this also is a weird subplot that, uh, that could have could have been left out this is a very family-friendly podcast we don't we don't touch on matters such as those <laughs> all right the weatherman sees them coming upstairs he like dot drums out like the window of the upstairs and drives away in the snowmobile again eventually i mean there's a whole chase scene he crashes into a candy store he falls into some melted chocolate he also like, falls into some unwrapped feathers? cotton candy. Was it? Oh, cotton, cotton candy. candy. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Weird that they put it all in a bin without packaging it. So he's fall- He's just like covered in chocolate. He's basically it's like tarred. <laughs> he's basically tarred and feathered. Yeah. He's a 1780s uh, revolutionary or anti-revolutionary that like supports the monarchy. That's what he is. So something I was thinking about during this particular scene eating cotton candy yes okay um that's pretty cool also eating chocolate but in addition to that when santa and the elves are going through the naughty list and visiting the different girls to see if they stole the machine santa was teleporting so why yeah because he would just disappear he was like poofing Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so why didn't he just do that to catch Edwin, the weather guy. I know the answer. Plot? Yeah. Ah. Plot devices. Ah, yeah. gotcha. They're like, all right, Santa definitely Too has easy. some hardcore magic. Too easy. But we need a candy factory chase scene. So we're going to ignore all of that. That's right. Okay. Got it. Got I'm it. I'm glad you understand. Cool. Eventually, I mean, they, they chase him again. Like you said, he falls into these other machines. Santa gets the machine back. He fixes it. It gets sunny again. Santa forgives Allie, but he's still mad at the weatherman. I don't really understand why he's still mad at the weatherman. Because Allie also stole it and did really selfish things. The weatherman tried to steal it to do selfish things. I think uh, Allie's selfish things were less dramatic than the weatherman's selfish things. Allie was like, I don't was want to it? do my homework. Yeah, but like she Edwin was a like, I want to control the weather of the entire world. No, 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 no. I think it was just for the area so he could do his job well, is my guess. So he could be able yeah. to guess when okay. certain weather. I mean, if he creates earthquakes and stuff, obviously that's horrible. Yeah. But if he makes it like, you know, 68 degrees. Every day. So just regular LA yeah, weather. If he makes it, oh, San Francisco, not LA. Oh. LA. That's a nightmare. Okay. Don't get me started. All right. So 88 degrees. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then he knows what the weather's going to be. That's, I mean, that's fine. That's not a huge deal, I think. But whatever. Either way, Santa's very mad at him. But he does get something happy at the end. He does. So. Yeah. It works, works out for everyone. Eventually, um, it's Christmas Day. I, I do want to say that, uh, so Santa forgives Allie. She's going to get something special. Um, he does eventually forgive the weather guy. He's going to get something special. Sam, nothing. She doesn't get anything. We don't know what happens to Sam. She didn't get a, anything from Santa. She didn't talk to him. Yeah, but you don't know. Maybe the next day for Christmas, she got a cool present. But you think that... Maybe he brought her you, father back. 
You think that Santa would at least be like, good job, Sam. Thanks for being a good person, trying to talk your friend out of doing this, but sticking with her and helping her out even though she did. And then helping me recover. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Sam was there the whole time. And she got nothing. See, I think Sam is already on the the good list. So she shouldn't be rewarded for her good deeds. No, I think she's already going to get a good present from Santa. It could be upgraded. He could have at least said thank you. He could have just said thank you. We don't know it wasn't. He didn't say thank you on screen, so it didn't happen. Maybe she got two dads. Maybe. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I think an an on-screen thank you would have been... The least he Maybe could have we'll done. Maybe we'll know in the sequel, the ultimate Kwanzaa present. <laughs> Hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and then uh, the next eight movies after that, the ultimate Hanukkah present. Oh, yeah. Oh, presents. they have eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Finally, Christmas Day is upon us. And by us, I mean Sam, Allie, and the rest of the bunch. The Allie mom... gets her... Uh, Special present. Whoa, Sam whoa, gets her whoa. regular present. First, mom says, your dad's not going to be here because of the weather. And then all of a sudden, look who's there. Driven wait, by the wait, elves. Wait. Before that, the Allie and her brother decide, we're not going to open presents until dad gets home. Of course. We don't know when that will be. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be the next day. Well, we're going to wait for dad. Right. We didn't mention the elves' names. I don't remember their names. I think it was like Crumpet. And Sparky or something like that. Oh, of course. Those are good elf names. Yeah. Ever have jelly crumpets? No. It was like Tasty so. Cakes or whatever is the brand. And oh, no. Definitely, definitely not. Oh, you wouldn't like that. No jelly filled for me. But it was, more, it was more like normal jelly than it was like the rainbow cookie jelly. Okay. I would try it. Yeah. With low expectations. Oh, they're great. They're fantastic. But alas. Dad's driven home by Sparky and Crumpet, I think. And we went to it before, whatever. The mom always gets a, a new charm for every Christmas. The dad brings her a new charm. It's very romantic. Very, very Everyone's cute. happy. Everyone's home. And guys, the ultimate Christmas present is that everyone's home. And they're celebrating Christmas as a family. Hooray. It wasn't the snowstorm. <laughs> uh, something I just want to mention about that last scene so with the weatherman or the family with the family okay um all right the elves dropped dad off he gets their names wrong which makes sense because who would be like yeah their names are crumpet and sparky i don't remember what he says but then Allie corrects him and yeah. he's like how do you know that and she's like it's a long story and he doesn't even no one questions it yeah. no one is like why does this 13 year old girl know the correct names of those two adult men who just drove her father from wherever he was to LA. No one has a problem with that. Nope, not at all. It was great. Fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Just wanted to say that. And as we alluded to before, the last, I think the last scene in the movie is focuses on the weatherman and he's now in Antarctica, which they write as Antarctic on the, uh, on the movie, which I don't know if that is a real word. But whatever, not like the Arctic, but Antarctic. Yeah, it's very small Arctic ants. It's the size of ants. Is this the Arctic for ants? And he's teaching weather or whatever. Meteorology. To a bunch of nerds that are there, which seems actually pretty cool. 
Now, I don't know much about the Antarctic, but I feel like they weren't dressed warmly enough. Oh, sir, they were on like the South Pole. Yeah, I feel like they should there have been wearing more. There were penguins just chilling behind them. The penguins were in the class. They were pretty cool, those yeah. penguins. Yeah, they're taking notes and everything. They were learning. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, that's the movie. Did yeah. you like it? No. I didn't really care for it much. Do you think we would have liked it more if we were celebrating Christmas? Or if we celebrated Christmas and weren't Jewish? Maybe. I don't think so. But maybe if we were children. But okay. this is not one that ages well, I don't think. No. And by ages well, I mean to watch as an adult. As an not adult. Not like bad things happen years. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is definitely... There was that one transphobic joke that I didn't like, but I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't remember <laughs> that at all. It was 99% all for children. The only thing they threw out to parents watching was the uh, the wedding picture. Yeah, which also I think kids may have thought was funny too. Yeah. Besides that, nothing. So it was fine. Didn't you know? It wasn't boring, really. It was fine, but just not, not great. I think my favorite part was that we were Wait, eating we'll cinnamon rolls. Oh, okay. We, while we did, eating. Yeah. Okay. While while eating while watching. It's always going to favorite part of the movie. Something that doesn't happen in the movie. <laughs> Do you want to get to our questions first? Sure. All right. Who would you ship? In this movie. I put an N-A, not applicable, okay. because everyone's, almost everyone's related. Right. You could have um, and then I guess. But besides that, yeah. was it Blake his name? I yeah, the, okay, the yeah. crush. And yeah. then it was either, you know, preteens or teenagers, young teenagers and adult men. Yeah, exactly. So that I, was the issue. Yeah. No, no shipping for me. I agree. Unless you ship the mom and the dad. Or, or Santa and Mrs. Claus. Or one of the elves and... Uh, and the other elf. Yes. Or, as I was saying, <laughs> one of the elves and Sam's mom. Oh. Or the meteorologist and the weather machine. No, I almost put that. <laughs> but I can't because then he would cause issues. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he would learn to respect the weather machine if they were a couple, hopefully. I guess. I put Edward in anyone with a personality. So hopefully he would learn something. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say Edwin's sister and the station manager. Edwin's. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's a good yeah, one. That's yeah. a really good ship. It looked like they had they a beautiful wedding. They looked very happy <laughs> together. Um, who would you want to hang out with? So I have two answers for this. Okay. One is from when I was a kid and one's for now. So when I was a kid, I would say Sam because I had a crush on Brenda Song when I was growing up. Who's the actress that plays Sam? Okay, and also and we because name. her name was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although I don't think I watched this movie as a kid, so I, I didn't really recognize any of it before. But I've been excited that her name was Sam <laughs> when I was a kid, probably. And then for now, any character in the movie except for Edwin. Even Allie? Even everyone. Ugh, I wouldn't want to hang out with Edwin or Allie. Really? I mean, Allie's, whatever. Uh, she was, she just seemed very selfish. It would have been a little more exciting, though. Yeah, I would have rather hung out with Sam than Allie. Is that how you put? No, I put Mrs. Claus. Oh, okay. She did a nice little cameo in that movie. Yeah. She was she, funny. Uh, she was a tough businesswoman. She had things under control. She was like, hey, Santa, you, you do your thing in L.A. right before Christmas. I've got this. I've got the North Pole under control. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Mrs. Claus, 100%. All right, good answer. Mm -hmm. 
what would you change about this movie? Um, oh, I, I talked about that already. Santa teleporting. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Wait, Santa teleporting? Was that what I said? No. Oh, the Blake plot. The yeah, other thing yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. change was Santa teleporting okay. because it just left too many plot holes. So the Blake plot, drop it. Sure. It's also kind of nice to have a movie where the girls don't have a crush on anyone. Yeah, It's that's just true. them being friends. I think every movie there's some sort of love interest, right? Was there a love interest in Quince? I don't think so. Oh, no, maybe not. Yeah, You're and right. that was cool. It was just fair. friends. Yeah. This could have just been friends. There's not one in Halloween Town either, I don't think. Was there? No. I guess any movie that she's in, yeah. there's not a, there's not a, love, yeah, there's yeah. not a love interest. Kimberly Brand is yeah. not a... Yeah. It's in her rider. Mm-hmm. She's like, none of that. Yeah. I just want friendship stories. Uh, so, yeah, no, no Blake plot and also... Okay fixing somehow the santa teleporting plot hole i said do anything to make the weatherman more interesting or exciting and not just the most annoying character ever i would yeah i'm behind that exciting villain would have been so much better than whatever nonsense i just chose for this i'm behind you on that what was your favorite scene so my favorite scene it was a pretty minor aspect of the movie it's when i realized that Sam's mom didn't die of a car accident. Oh, yeah, that was great. Because I was worried that she was going to die. I was very worried, too, because they made a big deal about her. Her driving in the snow and not knowing how four-wheel drive works and stuff like that. Yeah. I I thought the ultimate Christmas present was going to be Her adopting. No, I thought it was going to be Allie asking Santa to make sure that Sam's mom was okay because her mom was in the hospital. That's what I would have guessed. I was very nervous. Yeah. Yeah, glad that. Glad that turned out all right. What was yours? Uh, So we didn't talk about this, but Allie's mom had an assistant named Ruben. Oh. And he was great every time he was on camera. I just want to hang out with. It's Ruben. Yeah. So I'm still going to stick with Mrs. Claus. But my favorite scene was any scene that Ruben Uh, was in. I think there were two. He was very funny. Yeah. He was outrageous. Yeah. (laughs) And he was over. He was overworking. Yeah. That was great. It's funny that he also had to drive to their house during that snowstorm. Yeah. Although her mom was like, you should stay here until after the storm. Right. He was like, oh, 100%. I got this. We're fine. Hot seat? I, I wish he had stayed because there would have been more Ruben. Yes. Hot seat. Would you like to begin or do you want me to? You begin. Do you think it's going to be the same question? It's a high likelihood. What's the most excited you've ever been for a present or a gift? <laughs> Not the same question. Okay. You know what? I have to think about this, so I'm going to ask you mine. Sure, that works. And then I won't listen to your answer, so I can think about the answer to your question. You won't listen to my answer? <laughs> so what else is new? What? <laughs> um, so my question was, well, I have two questions. So the first one is, what's your favorite holiday memory? Oh, that's a good question. Favorite holiday memory? Can my favorite holiday memory be my favorite gift? Yeah. I remember when I got an N64 when I was a kid, and I was very, very, very excited about it. I remember my dad brought it home, and I opened it up in our living room, which we were rarely in. And I felt the box. I was like, oh, this is pretty big. I wonder if it's like clothing or something. I ripped it open. So it was an N64. And I was very hyped about it. Nice. So awesome. It's definitely, uh, definitely up there. Um, What's your second question, in case you're still thinking i i think i have my answer okay um so most excited so i mean of course in college my parents would just give me cash and that was great because i needed cash because i was a poor college student 
all very excited about that. Thank you, mom and dad. I don't think this is the most excited I've been for a gift, but for some reason, it sticks out as a childhood memory. Sure. Um, so for Hanukkah, when I was younger, what my parents would do is just get, you know, dollar store presents, eight of them, call it a day. I remember one night I got a, I think it was a ribbon dancer, and it was just a stick with a ribbon tied to the end, and you would wave around and oh, dance with it. Oh, the gymnastics stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I just have a visual of me being really happy about that and running around and waving it. That's very cool. Yeah. And How I, old do you think you were? If I said I was in first grade, that would be on the old side. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I just remember being young, getting this ribbon thing. And playing with it a lot. <laughs> That's very cool. I'm sure that there has been something that I've been more excited about. But for some reason, that uh, okay. that memory has stuck. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So what's your uh, your follow-up question? Okay. Um, so this was also a, a really important question. So I couldn't decide. Who do you think Ryan Gosling would play in this movie? That's a good question. I know. I know. Wow, who would Ryan Gosling play in this movie? I feel like he tries to play characters that don't talk much. So I feel like every character kind of talks a decent amount. He wouldn't yeah, play the father. Yeah, because there are so few. He definitely wouldn't play the father. Unless it was just like a cameo. I don't think thing. he would play one of the elves. Because they just like, I don't think he really plays dumb in most movies. No. Any. You know what? I think he would have played Elvin. Elvin. Interesting. Elvin. Elvin. Elvin? The, the weather Edwin, guy. Edwin Edwin, Edwin. Edwin, the weatherman. You've already blocked out his yeah, name. I think he would have played Edwin and done a much better job. Interesting. I would say Santa. Nah. I the think, physique. It doesn't no, work. See, I think he would... Like, the elves say that, you know, people think that we're short when we're actually really tall, blah, oh, blah, blah. he's a fit, good-looking yeah. Santa. Yeah. He's oh, like that's people... That's th- That's what Hallmark has created, but this is what I actually look like. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be a very funny situation. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Gosling as Santa. Okay. No, good choice. Definitely good choice. Thank you. All right, so some background about the movie. Like you said, it came out in 2000. It came out December 1st as part of their Christmas season on Disney Channel. It was written by Michael Hitchcock, who was an actor in Best of Show and like all those other kind of like related movies. Oh, the, all the Christopher Guest? Yes. He's in oh. like four or five of them. Interesting. I'll have to look him up. I like those movies. And he was also in Bridesmaids, but I couldn't remember him being in it. But, you know, whatever. The main girl, Allie, her name is Haley Hirsch. And she played Rudy Giuliani's daughter in an episode of SNL like a long time ago, apparently. <laughs> um, Brenda Song, who I said before, who plays Sam... She is in Zack and Cody. She's in Phil of the Future. And she was in an episode or a few episodes of New Girl. Who is she um, in New Girl? She dates. Oh, who is the. Uh, who took the place of coach? What's his name? Winston. Winston. She dates Winston. I remember her being in the show, too. I was like, oh, it's the it's girl from Zack and Cody. <laughs> what? Remember when Coach lived here? Oh, I miss. I miss Coach. Uh, and she's currently dating and has a son with Macaulay Culkin. Wow, good yeah. for her. Who knew? And Macaulay. Good for both. Yeah, 100% good for both of them. Uh, Haley Todd's the mom, and she was in Lizzie McGuire, who, which is also a, a very important show from my childhood. Not as much for mine. Sparky is Bill 
Fager Bakke, I think his name is. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's the voice of Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. And John Sally, who plays Crumpet, is a former NBA player, which kind of makes sense. I think I could have guessed that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's I think he was like 6'5", something like that. So I mean, the, the other guy was tall, but he did not look tall no. next to Crumpet. I, I totally agree with that. We are officially retiring the Alexis... Bladell test. Bladell test, unfortunately. Too few characters are in both, so R.I.P. Alexis Bladell test. I it wish was you good the while best. it lasted. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite a ride, but unfortunately, it's uh, it's over. The next movie. This is gonna be really tough for you to guess. So, are you ready? Ready, steady, spaghetti. Prepare yourself. So, the next movie is called Xenon the Sequel. Ooh, is this about um? Ooh, Chelsea Clinton is president. Maybe I, I can't tell you. Obviously, we gotta watch it first. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say that Chelsea Clinton is finishing up her second term in this movie. Okay. Um, and that aside from that, it will be a continuation of the first Xenon film. Whoa! From where, like ended the last one i think it will be a few months up to a year in the future is protozoa going to be in the movie oh that's a good question um no i think they've had their time oh that's too bad yeah yeah xenon and crew (laughs) crew are on to the next thing that's uh quite unfortunate but i guess it's you know (laughs) not everything lasts unfortunately I think a prediction for this movie that we just watched was that it was actually a Hanukkah present, <laughs> which I think Sam may have been Jewish, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't I, think the Thompsons were Jewish, unfortunately. I, I, I think the ultimate Christmas present, I guessed, would be a menorah. Yeah, that was and close, that The ultimate Hanukkah present would be... A Christmas tree? I don't some, remember. I don't remember either. Uh, so I was close. Yeah, that was close. Not that far off. Yeah. Anything you want to add for our our great audience before we uh, leave it there? Just a reminder to subscribe, tell your friends how amazing this podcast is, uh, give us a review. You could also check out our Instagram. Instagram, where we on the Fourth of July did a nice little uh, dance with sparklers. Yeah, it was great. If you want to see more. Yeah, you can check us out there. At Disney Channel Original Newbies. And uh, before we go, I want to say something very important to all of our listeners out there. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. And Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah. Adios.